Greetings. I am Queen of the Stars, coming to you from the liminal space where time isn't linear and multidimensional frequencies are alive and present, emanating from me to inspire truth, authenticity, balance, liberation, and cosmic alignment. True to my name, I travel the stars and cosmos far and wide through my emotional technology and have created this podcast to prophecy. In other words, to declare or foretell through divine inspiration. This podcast is going to involve time travel, jumping past, future, and parallel timelines to share wisdom and inspired journeys from resonant souls and high vibrational beings. Queen Prophecies is a conscious act in service of all on their unique paths to assist in the upgrades and activations at this precise moment on Earth. Sit back and enjoy the frequencies. Take a journey with Queen. Today we are traveling to the Emerald Isle in the heart of the Atlantic. Now, why was I called to these lands of Ireland? To remember that I have a superpower that transmits through my emerald heart. And it is this energetic point that has stirred the dragon within and commands that I live and stand in my truth. For myself and to remind others that now more than ever, our sovereignty comes first. The film that we are all partaking in collectively doesn't have power or dominion over us. We are writing, directing, and acting in our own film. And therefore, it is up to us to change the angle or perspective when we don't like what we see. When a scene isn't reflective of our frequency or resonance, perhaps This episode is an invitation for you to rise into a higher octave of your beingness while we continue to collectively ride the waves of change. I choose to embody the silver dragon moving forward and to utilize my wings to fly. My prayer is that you are inspired by these travel reflections from a sacred cycle on the Emerald Isle. Hello, you beautiful, beautiful, multidimensional beings. Thank you so much for being here. And I hope that the title of this episode has got you curious and heart open and willing to dive deep with me in this beautiful culmination energy of a sacred pilgrimage to Ireland. Hence, the emerald energy and the energy of the silver dragon. Now, Ireland, also known as the Emerald Isle, 
is a very, very sacred grid point on this planet. Carries the energy of Atlantis, carries the energy of ancient, wise, family, community-centered beings, the Druids, the Celts, these beings that really, really honored both land and heavens, both earth and cosmos. They found a harmony, they found a balance between the realms and and a balance between uh, duty and purpose. So you could say that duty is more land-related. You know, we have a duty to our brothers and sisters, our children, our siblings, our family members, our loved ones, our chosen, uh, loved companions and uh, soul partners. And then you have purpose, which is of a higher nature, which is when you start reaching up and reaching within to really see how you can fulfill this incarnation, to really serve the most amount of people and beings, but also serve yourself. Um, I'm on that journey right now. I am in that dance. And believe me, Ireland has been a, an awakening, an unraveling of another layer of this very, very potent time that we are all living out right now, playing out right now even. If you think of the world as a stage, if you think of this incarnation as a film, or a play. We all have our roles and sometimes even to a fault. Sometimes even to a fault we are trying to show up as these characters and sometimes we're willing to fight to the very end, to hold on to this storyline and this character that may or may not be necessary anymore. You know, evolution is something that I think is absolutely a part of the spiritual path, is part of the spiritual journey to want to evolve and change and shift into new versions of yourself, into new versions of the character that you have been playing and showing up as in the world. And the reason why I believe I was brought back to Ireland is so that I could step into the new emanation of the character that I came here to play. And I am not going to get attached to this character as a be-all and end-all. But for now, 
The silver dragon is representative of the next octave that I'm being asked to step into. What does that mean? Well, sailing to Ireland, let's go back to the beginning. Sailing to Ireland over a month ago now was a very practical decision. It was thought out. I checked in with the guidance and it was a go. And I figured it would be a beautiful time to reconnect to a place that did really touch my heart six years ago, six and a half years ago, when my mom and I came here from California in winter time with open hearts and big eyes and big childlike curiosity for these lands these uh, rugged and wild and green and lush lands. And everything about this journey this time around has been different than the way I experienced Ireland six and a half years ago. From not flying in from sailing on a ferry on a boat across the seas to going at it completely alone, completely independently navigating this country, this landscape, the hiccups, the bumps in the road, literally the roads themselves when I started driving around the island halfway through my journey here and not having that co-pilot, not having that support system in my mom or in, in anyone, but it, I'm using my mom in this example because I realized how many times I wanted to have her here and I wanted to see Ireland through her eyes the way I was able to see it that first time except that I had a very different calling and a very different purpose this time around coming here and it involves the water it involves pilgrimage energy and a little bit of sacrifice and blood, sweat, and tears even, you could say. Not necessarily literally. Well, the tears and the, and the sweat, yes. As far as I know, I didn't have any, um, any blood accidents here. But something about coming here to reconnect with the waters the water wisdom, the knowledge here, the frequencies of Atlantean times and the Celtic and Druidic lifetimes that really want to be reawakened in me and want to be integrated into my life in Avalon. Because the world is going to need all of the help it can get right now. 
It's going to need leaders. It's going to need people that believe in themselves. It's going to need people that can face challenges like traveling during the virus times and, and the madness that all of that really entails. It's like jumping through through a ring of fire and then landing on a trapeze and then swinging your way, you know, through, I don't know, knives being thrown at you. That's what it feels like to be traveling at this time. And I do not say this lightly. I literally mean, what the fuck is going on right now? And will things turn? Will the wheel turn? Will things move in in a direction that we would actually like to see the world move into? Or are we in for a wild uh, new (laughs) chapter sequel to, to the movie, to the film, to the play that we are all participating in? And funny enough, I chose some oracle cards, some tarot cards before pressing record here. And I realized that this is my story here. This is absolutely my story in Ireland. I have the Celtic tarot deck showing me the Princess of Pentacles, this woman with brown curly hair who is barefoot standing on the stone circle sacred site and really just taking in the atmosphere remembering she's curious she's studious there's something about her confidence stance even that feels like an energy that I reclaimed here in the Emerald Isle um, in the past month where I started to really allow myself to explore, to, yeah, to show up, to be guided to sacred sites, to, to have synchronicity after synchronicity after synchronicity lead me to standing stones and sacred forts and crazy extraterrestrial sites like this incredible creation from the artist James Terrell in the property of the Lizard estate. And I honestly wish I could depict and paint this location to you properly, but I don't think I can do it justice. I think you're going to have to do a little internet search yourself and look up the Sky Garden in Ireland, in West Cork. Because the energy of this place, the magnetism of this site and how I was guided to come here and how really on a day of complete desperation, complete like giving up energy and I was only on day 15, I believe, of this journey, maybe day 
16. And, and I was giving up. I was really feeling defeated, which is the energy of this next card that came out, the Eight of Swords. Hands tied behind her back, blindfolded, standing in the center of eight swords in the ground. And yet, is she really out of options? Or is it all a battle of the mind? Nobody else is here. Nobody is holding a sword at her at her back, at her throat. It is just her standing barefoot on the land in the middle of eight swords. And yes, her hands may be tied. And yes, she may be tired. And she may feel like the world is, is ugly right now. And I'm talking about me. <laughs> I'm talking about I was feeling all of these things, all of these emotions, fed up, tired, like I didn't even want to see anymore, more and more examples that really hit me where it hurt in my heart space, seeing people closing themselves, closing themselves to the truth, closing themselves to, to open-hearted travelers like me, closing themselves to other possibilities of what all of this, this stuff is that's going on, really just going, going at it from a, yeah, a very limited very, very limited perspective, probably one that wasn't even theirs, probably one that was told to them and, you know, that, that they now take as their own. Let's get the obvious stuff out of the way. You're not human, are you? Well, it's tough to get any more obvious than that. If I had to guess, I'd say you're a program from the machine world. So is he. So far, so good. But if that's true, that could mean you are part of this system. Another kind of control. Keep going. I suppose the most obvious question is, how can I trust you? Bingo. It is a pickle, no doubt about it. Bad news is there's no way if you can really know whether I'm here to help you or not. So it's really up to you. Just have to make up your own damn mind to either accept what I'm going to tell you or reject it. Candy? You already know if I'm going to take it? Wouldn't be much of an oracle if I didn't. But if you already know, how can I make a choice? Because you didn't come here to make the choice. You've already made it. You're here to try to understand why you made it. I thought you'd have figured that out by now. Why are you here? Same reason. I love candy. But why help us? We're all here to do what we're all here to do. 
I'm interested in one thing, Neil, the future. And believe me, I know, the only way to get there is to get there. Are there other programs like you? Oh, not like me, but... Look, see those birds? At some point, a program was written to govern them. A program was written to watch over the trees and the wind, sunrise and sunset. There are programs running all over the place. The ones doing their job, doing what they were meant to do, are invisible. You'd never even know they were here. But the other ones, well, you hear about them all the time. I've never heard of them. Of course you have. Every time you've heard someone say they saw a ghost or an angel. Every story you've ever heard about vampires, werewolves, or aliens is the system assimilating some program that's doing something they're not supposed to be doing. Programs hacking programs? Why? There are reasons, but usually a program chooses exile when it faces deletion. And why would a program be deleted? Maybe it breaks down. Maybe a better program is created to replace it. Happens all the time. And when it does, a program can either choose to hide here or return to the source. The Emerald Heart is the people of Ireland. It is the people of this sacred Emerald Isle. And whether or not I had open my heart fully to see them and to encounter more magic and to really align with the right situations and the right people and the right Airbnbs to stay in, the right roads to drive on, the divine synchronicities were waiting for me. I just had to realize they, they, they were there, push through, believe, believe in your journey, believe in your divine timing to arrive, to return to Ireland. And the line from the film Vanilla Sky came in so powerfully, I want to say it was... Uh, yeah, around around this this time of, of stress and losing hope and losing faith. Every passing minute is another chance to turn it all around. And I would love for you to tap into the frequency of that powerfully said and expressed line in, in a fabulous film. Vanilla Sky. Every passing minute is another chance to turn it all around. We are creating our reality. We are the director and the producer and the writer of our film and our story and this play. Yes, we are also a character. We are also acting it out, but we are also the one that is guiding the show. And if you don't like what you're seeing, change your perspective, change the angle, change your mindset, open your heart wider, 
open your emerald heart wider and see what is possible. And this is where the energy of the silver dragon really comes into play because I had tapped into some silver dragon energy here days before this little this little stress meltdown breakdown chapter and I really felt like I needed to call on that dragon I needed to call on that spirit on that frequency which I happened to realize was within me all along. It was not a dragon outside of me. It was the dragon that is me. It is the silver dragon that brought me to Ireland. It is the, the higher version of me that wanted me to come here and travel and spiral and reconnect and reactivate and remember but it wasn't going to be easy it never was going to be easy it was going to be a journey it was going to be a challenge and when you meet challenges head on and you know you know <laughs> that you can snap out of that negative mindset that you can untie your hands from behind your back because actually you were the ones that tied tied them up in the first place with your fear or your doubt or allowing yourself to speak negative things to yourself and speak negative things about your experience instead of really seeing the moments and the gems that were sprinkled throughout all that difficulty what about all the gifts what about all the people showing up to share kindness and open-heartedness and to open up their home to you because that's what was happening that's what started happening and when there was a moment of I had to kind of go it on my own and find my way and book my accommodations and, and move and drive in the car and move across the country. That's when all of a sudden it felt like I was alone and it was all on me and there was nobody that was going to make it better but me and the dragon and the waters and so I went to the waters. I went to the waters with my prayers, with my offerings, sacred water from Avalon, from the Red Spring. And I started giving thanks for even being allowed to be in Ireland, for even being allowed to travel when so many people can't. When so many people won't. Because I have a traveling soul. And because I'm not afraid of dying. Or of getting sick. I'm more afraid of not living. 
I'm more afraid of not living out my purpose or my duty. As I said at the beginning of this episode, duty and purpose, duty to the land, it is a, it is a duty of mine to be a grid worker, to go to these sacred sites, to, to exchange my frequency, to sit on the land, to put my feet in the water, to dive into the sea and the ocean and really merge with it and gift it and receive from it simultaneously, infinitely so. Like yin and yang, give and receive, give and receive. And it is my duty to then connect the lands of Ireland to Avalon when I go back. And there's much, 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 much work that will actually um, carry on beyond Avalon. I've seen glimpses, I have ideas and inclinations already about the connections between Ireland and Spain sacred water connections and sacred storylines from my lineage and from also the thread of pilgrimage. Something about um, the Celtic connection with Galicia being the Celtic part of Spain where I first landed, where I first landed when I decided to move away from the U.S., the beginning of my spiritual path began on Celtic lands. So I'm not surprised that returning to Celtic lands, all of these connections were being made. All of these connections are being continuously woven into this magical carpet that I get to Take back with me, like carpet, like a robe, like that uh, story of the magical robe from biblical times. I think it was Joseph, one of, or the, the last son of Isaac, the one that they kept trying to get rid of, but he was really magical and he was a prophet and he was a seer and he had gifts many, many gifts, and he had a magical robe. So I have a magical robe that is made up of all of these experiences, that is made up of the good and the ease and the graceful times, as well as the the shit and the, the, the trenches, the times where it wasn't all fun. But I knew I could move and I could flow and I could see where the water was going to take me. And as soon as I shifted out of that negative mindset, out of all of that doubt, and even that moment of questioning even why I was in Ireland, did I even make a mistake about coming here in the first place? Which I hardly hardly, hardly ever say that anymore. 
because I know that there's never a mistake, never, never, never a mistake with where I land and why I'm called to the places that I'm called. But in this moment, I did have that thought like, was it a mistake? And of course, the magic and the power of this land and the magic and the power of the waters reminded me, hell no, you didn't make a mistake. Are you ready? We're going to show you. We're going to take you where you need to go. And it is a magical, magical place. And it involved all of the visits and all of the synchronicities to the stone circles, the standing stones, the sacred wells that I visited, the beautiful Mary well in the middle of a forest planted by this, this man, Michael, who I was introduced to very, very synchronistically, like almost like telephone, like you should meet this person. And then that person saying, you should meet this person. And it just goes on and on until you finally realize that like not even any conversation is a mistake. Not even any, any interaction with anybody is a mistake. The most mundane looking or feeling thing can be a step in the direction where something magical happens. And I'm just here to reflect that to you, that magic happens in the mundane all of the time. Not every moment is, is full-on, you know, ecstasy, dragon meditations and, and awakenings and all of that. Yes, that's been here. Yes, that's a part of it. But the mundane, you know, the, the listening ear, the observer role that I love to play, actually. I really, really love that character where I can listen and I can hold the space for somebody else that wants to be heard, that needs to get something off their chest, that um, wants to share something. Just, just because, just because you are open to it. I'm here for those moments as well. I've seen how so many of those moments led to other incredibly magical and, and divinely guided experiences. We are constantly co-creating. We are constantly sharing our stories and our paths are intertwining and we're exchanging our frequencies, our truths, even in something that may seem mundane. We are still carrying codes, remembrance, frequencies. Believe in this, trust in this, if it feels good for you to receive this, this is one of my life hacks, actually. Find the magic in the mundane. Humble yourself enough to talk to people from all walks of life. 
You have no idea whose story, whose share might touch you deeply and help you in a time where you're going to need it. In a time where you also want to be held and seen and heard. And I've seen that when I held space, when I was there, other people showed up after to do that for me. You know, it's a constant flow. It is a constant balance in life. We can't always be the one talking. We can't always be the one that is, is the star of the movie. Sometimes we really have to be the, um, the co-pilot, like, like my mom, you know, like actually the, the, the mother energy that's come up here, it wants to come through. So I'm going to talk about it. The mother energy here in Ireland, the connection that I feel my mother and I have to this land, the bloodlines that run through me that connect me to Ireland or to Celtic people, I believe they come through her. And I believe that she was my co-pilot and I was her co-pilot when we came here six and a half years ago. And in a way, she was still my co-pilot this time around. Through, through the remembrance, through what the land and the water told me, that this is my land, that this is a land of my soul. This is a land of my emerald heart. Whether or not I can trace back which ancestor, you know, which lifetime, it does not matter. This is a land of my soul. And I know that. I've lived it. I have lived it. I have cried rivers of tears, of remembrance in the past month being here. And I leave a better person. I leave a more complete person for everything that I have allowed and that I have invited and that I have created as the director and the producer and the writer of this play. I do want to make an important connection between the emerald heart and the silver dragon actually being connected to the womb chakra, so, uh, sacral chakra, and the heart chakra. So there is this dance on this island, if you are willing to tap into it. There is a dance between the waters, the creation space in our body, our ability to be inspired, our ability to, to give and receive from our sacral. And if we connect that to the emerald heart, our heart chakra, our green shining center in our body, 
Not just any green though, emerald green is a very, very, very high galactic frequency. Trust me, meditate with it. Get yourself some, some emerald stone or, or put an emerald background on your phone or computer, a, a photo of an emerald stone and start working with that frequency and you'll you'll know what i mean it is a very healing very loving compassionate mother but mother dragon mother mary type of frequency and it is the frequency of love it is the frequency of unite uniting union, uniting our, again, our duty and our purpose. It's the balance. It's the, the balance to being this earthly human being, navigating the matrix, infiltrating the matrix, I would even say, and, and still connected to her ancestors and the galactics, and the higher frequencies that are giving me guidance and cluing me as to why I'm even here right now, here in Ireland, here on earth, all of it. So working with the Emerald Heart, releasing all of the stories all of the past where I was not either good enough or strong enough or both to live in my truth, to stand in my truth and to be a guiding light for others. All of that is, is gone. It is gone and done and out of this movie, out of this story. And a new story is being written right now and is being created right now. And in that story, I am the silver dragon. I am the water weaver. I am the connector between heaven and earth. And guess what? My wingspan, my power, my truth, my faith, my faith in humanity, my faith in my brother, in my sister, in my mirrors, who are also about to awaken if they choose, if they consciously choose to awaken into their truest power, awaken into their version of the silver dragon, whatever that may be whatever your highest emanation may be, now is the time to step into it. This is no longer, um, yeah, it's not the rehearsal. I said this in the last episode. This is no longer the rehearsal. This is the real show. And everything that we do has an effect and every passing minute is another chance to turn it all around. 
I want to turn this world around and upside down and inside fucking out. Why not? It's not reflecting the world I want to live in. It's not reflecting the world I want to have children in. So why not work towards that? And I will work towards that in a way that feels true for me. And the two cards that really wrap up this um, this journey here that came out were the high priest and the chariot. And so the high priest would be equivalent to the hierophant card. And, well, as you know, the chariot is the chariot. And she is this powerful Celtic mama with red flowing hair and a big bosom and she is charging forward with a black and a white horse and it is golden behind her there are golden clouds just completely lighting her up she's like i'm fucking getting out of her way that's the type of energy that i feel from this card or I'm jumping on the back of her chariot and I'm going where she's going. Or I'm hitching a chariot next to her and together we're going in the same direction. That's the type of energy that I'm stepping into. That's the type of energy that I'm leaving Ireland with. Taking the lessons, taking the difficult situations alchemizing, alchemizing, alchemizing all those moments where I let myself fall and I let myself slump and I let myself, I let my guard down. I let my guard down and I was susceptible to all of these other nasty, nasty energies flying around that really want to, to, to make us doubt in our power and in our power together. So this is where community really, really comes into play. I want to build community. Currently, I'm in Avalon. I mean, that's where I'll be. <laughs> By the time this episode airs, I will be back in Avalon in England, in the Sacred Isle and I want to meet more people. Doesn't matter where you are. Doesn't matter if you're not in England. But I want to meet you. I want to speak with you. I want to hear your stories. I want to see what projects and what things you're doing in your part of the world that is is of a high nature that's actually going to move the world in the direction, like I said, that that is worthy of us procreating here procreating bringing more badass i say procreate i don't even like that word bringing more <laughs> birthing badass starseed multidimensional seers and magical magical children into this world if you feel so called to do so and if you don't that's great that's good too but as long as I'm here, 
as long as I'm recording episodes and, and having a, a chance to reach more people, why not put the call out? This is an opportunity to create a web across time and space of like-minded soul warriors and dragon queens and kings. And I did not mention yet that my name, Ariana, means silver in Welsh. And this is where the frequency from our birth of our name or our surname or our nickname, whatever, it could be anything. But there is a charge, there is a, a purpose behind everything. There are no accidents. There are no coincidences. Everything is frequency. So to have a name that means silver and to realize the power of that energy that I carry, that I breathe, that I emanate, and to take it up a notch and say, actually, it's even beyond that. It's silver dragon energy. It's a dragon of the waters. It's a dragon of change. It's a dragon that will be your mirror, that will reflect back to you whatever is going on, shitty things, beautiful things, bliss, um, fear, hate, despair, all of it, victory, movement, charging forward like the chariot, success, harmony, bliss, union, victory, 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 victory over this fucking weird time that I am so ready to <laughs> transcend, overcome, blow up in the best way possible. And I don't mean blow it up like, I mean, take its power away. Take its power away. Take the power out of the system. Take the power out of those that never gave a crap about us in the first place. I'm talking about corporations. I'm talking about governments. I'm talking about education, systems. Basically, all of the systems in place can be alchemized. Blow them up. I'm ready for it. I'm calling it in. I'm doing my part by sitting with the waters, remembering, exchanging, encoding, encoding, encoding the water. That's actually a really, really important thing that I've been doing in Ireland. And I would love to go into this a little bit deeper in another episode, but I think this kind of just had to be a flow. And I had to get a lot of um, the energy of a month's worth of time cycle into an episode because 
This is a transmission. It is more than just storytelling. And so if you find yourself listening to this, know that it is very layered. And a lot of the things that I have traversed, the frequencies that I have alchemized, the place of power that I have arrived and am now grounded in, that is what you are receiving if you are listening to this. Empowerment, trust, faith, um, but really most of all, love. Love from the Emerald Isle. Love from my Emerald Heart to yours. Through the waters. So the next time you find yourself in a natural body of water, I wouldn't be surprised if you receive some frequencies that I've sent out from this aisle because I've sent them out in every direction and intentionally for the next cycle that we are moving into that is really going to require us to join forces, to be together, to be that one heart, to be the emerald heart of this planet in a time that is um, completely and utterly, uh, we must surrender to it. It's out of our quote-unquote hands, but we still show up every day and we do our part. Our duty and our purpose do come first. And I think I will end it on that note. I really, really hope that you received whatever it was you were meant to receive from this episode. I trust that the, the fey energy and the dragons and the horses and the beautiful fern energy, the foxglove energy, the nettle, so many sacred allies and guides that I really, really, really got to enjoy and partake in here, in these sacred lands. I hope that you feel them. I hope they reach you. And for now... I love you. Thank you. Many, many blessings. And I'll see you in Avalon.